Welcome to Signal from the Noise by Podcast Notes, the best ideas from the world's best podcasts in minutes. Please enjoy the notes from guest series, Dr. Andy Galpin, Optimal Nutrition and Supplementation for Fitness Part 6, Huberman Lab. Introduction. General Overview of Supplements and Where to Start. You can consume nutrients in high concentrations through supplements but you want to hit as much as you can behaviorally sleep, nutrition, hydration. Supplements can also be unproductive or even constructive depending on what you are taking and what your blood work looks like. The best approach is to get blood work done and supplement accordingly. High impact, low risk, relatively low cost supplements. You want one of category targeting fuel, stimulant, fatigue blocker. Creatine monohydrate fuel supplementation can benefit almost everyone. The general standard is 5 grams per day but dosing will depend on size. Timing of intake doesn't matter but it does need to take consistently for benefit because cumulative effect takes time to kick in. Side effects are minimal, benefits are high for muscle, cognitive function, recovery, potential benefits to fat loss, enhances hydration, and more phosphocreatine is important for forebrain function, important in rule switching relatively affordable, though there is a bit of a spike in price at the moment. Fatigue blocker. Beta-alanine, sodium bicarbonate. Stimulant beetroot juice, caffeine. You don't want to be in a position where you have to take something to perform, sleep, etc. Find the root cause, don't just take a supplement to cover up whatever is happening, find the reason. Supplements can cover the pain point signal that might otherwise force you to take behavioral action. Remember, you can introduce variability in how you take supplements, you don't have to take everything, every day. They'll be choosy because some won't work without consistency. Take consistently, creatine, beta-alanine. Intermittent use okay, fish oil. The one area to use supplement uses for good sleep, go to great lengths to dial and sweep. Hydration highlights. The alkaline of your body is well regulated on its own. There are things you should manage before you concern yourself about the alkalinity of your water. If you are underhydrated or dehydrated, there's a negative effect on your physical and mental performance. If you start your exercise with poor hydration, it's really difficult, almost impossible, to catch up. Why are electrolytes important? Creating a muscle contraction requires an electrical gradient involving sodium, potassium, magnesium, chloride. This is why extremely high water intake doesn't feel good either. You're diluting the system and suffering from hyponatremia, brain fog, GI distress, disorientation. You can have anxiety-like symptoms when the bladder is full. Night urination is a good diagnostic of what's happening in your body. Your kidneys should be pretty dormant at night. If you are waking up to urinate throughout the night, you might want to check if you have a sleeping disorder or are drinking too much water. You will generally wake up 1 to 2 pounds lighter than you sleep. If you are waking up to urinate and waking up much lighter, time to assess what's going on. Basal daily needs of water at rest, not considering exercise, equals half ounce per pound of body weight. If exercising, you want to replenish 125% of the fluid you've lost during activity. You lose about 1 to 5 pounds per hour of exercise. If you want to be particular, you can weigh yourself before and after exercise. Loss of fluid and salt through sweat. Sweat isn't what regulates temperature, it brings fluids from the body to the skin. The heat-reducing aspect is the evaporation of work off your body. If you don't sweat enough, you are limiting output capacity. You can practice heat acclimation by training in the sauna or hot environments. 
to identify whether you're a heavy salt sweater. Look at clothing and see if it's covered in white residue. Use hydration test patches. Blood chemistry test. Optimizing hydration and nutrition. Galpin equation for fluid replenishment during exercise or demanding activity consumed in ounces, your body weight, in pounds, every 15 minutes, 30. Drink slow and steady, not chugging down. Factors that affect hydration, heat slash weather, how hydrated you are when you start. Three most critical features of hydration. One, start hydrated. Two, maintain hydration throughout exercise. Three, replenish post-exercise. Cheat guide to ensure hydration for performance. Drink a lot of water, maybe 16 ounces to 30 ounces, first thing in the morning. Remember, don't chug because you don't want your system to think it's diluted. Eat mostly real whole foods. Food choice has a huge effect on hydration status. Prehydrate before workout. Generally half ounce per pound of body weight. Don't drink a ton of water in the seconds before exercise so you don't feel it bouncing around. Stay hydrated during workout. Use the Galpin equation and consume fluid with electrolytes. So around 200 to 400 milligram sodium, 2 to 1 sodium to potassium range. Add a pinch of salt to coconut water if you're using. Sometimes you want carbohydrates during training during exercise for enhanced performance by driving water into the cell. Electrolytes and sports drinks will vary in content. You might even want 60 grams of carbs per hour of intense training if muscle glycogen depletion is negatively affecting performance. Carb loading does help top off storage prior to long duration endurance, but this doesn't mean one giant bowl of pasta the night before. Increase in the three to four days prior to the event. Notes about exercising fasted. Do whatever is your preference unless you are going to be limited by fuel in training, then you should fuel. If you are doing something short or low intensity like a driving range, you don't need to worry about fuel. Hypertrophy training, high energy, or high endurance fuel during exercise. Stick to about half a gram carbohydrates per pound of body weight and one quarter of a gram protein per pound of body weight. Adjust carbs based on energy expenditure. The end product of all fuel sources is ATP, energy. For the general person, not a professional athlete, the total amount of macronutrients throughout the day is more important than the timing. Amino acids won't really hurt and may not help focus on protein intake. Post-exercise anabolic window is the idea that it's best to consume nutrients, mainly protein, in 30 to 60 minutes post-exercise to maximize growth. Yes, you are sensitive to nutrients in that window, but your total consumption throughout the day is more important than the time unless you are a high-level athlete training multiple times per day. Use of caffeine stimulants and fatigue reducers. Caffeine can enhance dehydration, but coffee alone will not. Also don't concern yourself about the loss of salt to caffeine, it's minimal. There are greater benefits for use of caffeine for endurance, less for strength. Dose, 1 to 3 mg per kilogram of body weight 30 minutes before exercise slash event. Caffeine can vary greatly per cup of coffee, Tablet form is the best way to regulate. If you are not conditioned to caffeine intake, you will actually see performance decrements the first time you take it because your system isn't used to that autonomic arousal. Non-caffeine boost, beet root extract, beetroot juice. Great if you exercise at night and want a boost without coffee or stimulants. Alpha GPC, not much performance data but cognitive benefits are clear. Rhodiola rosea reduces the perceived threshold of how hard you're working, so you can work harder, 
and modulates cortisol. Monitor use, some studies show it may enhance strength gains but reduce muscular endurance. Remember cortisol is supposed to fluctuate throughout the day and blood markers will identify the amount at the moment if you measure, take it a few times throughout the day. It's difficult to get as a single source which is important when experimenting or introducing something new. Different ingredients also have varying costs so you're likely going to get more of the least expensive ingredients and less of the thing you actually want. When to use anti-inflammatory supplements. Delayed onset muscle soreness cascade sets in 24 to 48 hours after exercise. The swelling response triggers the neural response which then triggers the pain response. Physiology wants to return to homeostasis, taking an insult, for example, hard workout, causing a change, and bringing you to a new level of homeostasis. Your body is anticipating that the insult to the body will happen again in the future. Adaptation is a hormetic stressor exercise is a stimulus causing adaptation. Immediately post-exercise, biomarkers and recovery scores might look bad but we're pushing adaptation that may cause weeks or months to realize. If you are monitoring biomarkers, be aware of the magnitude of change to assess where you are. Before you try supplementation, reduce fatigue to increase performance. Taper, 50% reduction in training volume over the course of a week for every 8 weeks of training. In other words, if you've trained for 3 months you might need to taper for 2 weeks. Taper volume not intensity, volume is usually the driver of fatigue. Your fitness is more stable than you think, you will preserve fitness once fatigue is removed because it's actually suppressing you. 3-step process for recovery with related low-risk supplements. Inflammation, don't take an anti-inflammatory or ice bath in seconds to hours after training, you want the inflammatory response for adaptation. What to take, omega-3 in 2 to 5 grams total in 1 to 1 EPA, DHA ratio, 500 milligrams curcumin daily. Proliferation, cleanup of dead cells. What to take, glutamine 20 grams per day, broken up into 2 doses of 10 grams. Remodeling, growing back bigger and stronger. How to manage, make sure macronutrients are dialed in, if injured. Increase calories by 10% because the injury is metabolically demanding. Be sure you are absolutely at a minimum of 1 gram of protein per pound of body weight. What to take, nothing needed but maybe add magnesium citrate, though any magnesium will likely do, calcium if you're concerned about bone injury, vitamin D, tart cherry juice if soreness does not subside. Garlic might help innate and adaptive recovery processes but you could be hurting some parts of recovery depending on the timing. Behavioral tools for sleep. Don't forego exploring why you're not sleeping well, even if supplements are working, biology allergens in the air, cleanliness of sheets, keep your pets out of your bedroom, measuring light and temperature in the room, carbon dioxide in the room, etc. Sleeping with a partner can be difficult, get two pairs of sheets for less disturbance. Becoming too obsessed with your wearable sleep score can actually hinder sleep and cause you to wake up earlier in anticipation of wanting a sleep score. Keep your phone on black and white if you have to look at it at night and be sure to turn off notifications. If you're staying awake with anxiety over a short task, you might want just to get up and get it done if it's something that's 10 to 15 minutes but be careful not to abuse this. Resources to try Absolute Rest and Revery Articles and other resources. Articles. Meta-analysis examining the importance of creatine ingestion strategies on lean tissue mass and strength in older adults. Nutrients. Other resources. Examine.
Absolute rest. Reverie. That wraps up the notes for this episode. Five-star ratings are very much appreciated. Don't forget to go to podcastnotes.org and subscribe to our free newsletter. The Top 10 Ideas of the Week. Every Monday.